0: Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and this is our little get-together where we talk about and listen to 78 RPM records and a whole variety of music from the first half of the 20th century. And today, we'll have all kinds of neat things. We've got traditional jazz, we've got some dance bands, we've got some comedy records and vocalists. And uh, we'll even listen to some Johann Sebastian Bach (laughs) played as a stride piano solo before the hour is out. So uh, I think we're going to have fun. And we'll start with a record made by the Mound City Blue Blowers, an unusual trio out of St. Louis in the early 1920s. It was headed up by Red McKenzie, who was a jockey at the time, who sort of went and listened to various bands around town and developed a technique for blowing, through comb and paper, and simultaneously singing in a high falsetto voice so that it sounded kind of like a kazoo. Um, and somewhere along the line, he hooked up with Dick Selvin, a guy who had gotten pretty good on a kazoo that he bought from a five and dime store, and uh, they teamed up with Jack Bland, who was a soda jerk who played a little banjo on the side. And they were playing around St. Louis, and at some point Frank Trumbauer, the famous C melody sax player who was just then gaining a name for himself, he heard them, was amused, and brought them to the attention of Gene Rodemich and Isham Jones at Brunswick Records, who arranged for them to record. And uh, Frank Trumbauer even sat in on at least one Mound City Blueblower session, although I don't think we'll hear him on this record, but he did compose the tune. It's called Barb Wire Blues. This was recorded in New York, July 9th, 1924. Here are the Mound City Blueblowers, and what a sound they make. natured hokum by the mound city blue blowers to start off this edition of the shellac stack that was called the barbed Wire blues it was composed by frank trumbauer and recorded in new york on july 9th, 1924 and issued on brunswick 2648 eddie condon described the group as sounding like squeaks and gargles and yet they seem to have been quite successful on record and dick sudalter attributes a lot of that success to Red McKenzie himself, he wasn't the only one to play through comb and paper at the time, but he may have been the best at it. Dick Suttalter writes, quote, What set him apart wasn't so much the oddity of his instrument as how good at it he seemed to be. Though untutored, he seemed to have a firmer rhythmic and melodic grasp than many professionals trying to master the new idiom. And those Mount City Blue Blowers records do turn up quite often. They're not exactly rare. Uh, But what fun they are when you can find them. And the Mount City Blue Blower's name would last well into the 1930s, even though the personnel changed. Uh, Usually Red McKenzie was in there somewhere. Anyway, my name is Brian Wright. Welcome to the Shellac Stack. We're having fun this hour, listening to 78 RPM records of the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. And we'll turn next to a handful of big band records, beginning with George Hall and his orchestra, something they made on May 6th, 1937. It comes from the production New Faces of 1937. The vocalist here, Dolly Dawn, and the song is called Love is Never Out of Season. After that, we'll turn to something from Benny Goodman and his orchestra, and then we'll slip in a record, a pretty hot thing, (laughs) despite the intro, by Betty Hutton with Paul Weston and his orchestra. She'll give us a thing called Stuff Like That there. But to start us off, here's George Hall and his orchestra Love is Never Out of Season.
1: Without our oyster stew But love is never out of season When the scene is set for two Oh, isn't it well for me And this is the reason love is in
2: But a man came along, made my life like a song, and taught me these words of ecstasy, tenderly. I want some hugging and some squeezing and some mugging and some teasing and some stuff like that there. I want some patting and some spooning and some happy honeymooning and some stuff like that there. I used to think that love was just a lot of rubbish A mess of cabbage, a mess of cabbage But now my attitude is holy lovey dove And baby, you done it I want some kissing and some hoping and some missing and some moping And some stuff like that there I want some leaping and some chasing and some weeping and some pacing And some stuff like that there And when I get a certain feeling, I confess it There's really only one expression to express it I want some hugging and some squeezing and some muggin' and some teasing and some stuff Like that there some kissing and some hoping and some missing and some hoping and some stuff like that there. I want some looping and some chasing and some weeping and some pacing and some
3: stuff like that there.
2: And when I get a certain feeling, I confess it. There's really only one expression to express it. I want some hugging, squeezing, mugging, teasing.
0: Singer, actor, dancer, and native of Battle Creek, Michigan, Betty Hutton there, and something called Stuff Like That There, recorded with Paul Weston's orchestra for the Capitol label, number 188, in about 1944. Betty Hutton got her professional start as a teenager singing with Vincent Lopez and his orchestra, and you can see her with the Lopez Orchestra in a short sound film from the late 30s in which she just goes (laughs) absolutely wild. She's dressed beautifully, but the way she's shaking her head about and uh, it's, it's just you have to see it to believe it just so much energy coming out of Betty Hutton. And of course, she would go on and have a long and very successful career. I often think of her in the film Annie Get Your Gun that she made in 1950. Uh, She had a long life, too. She died in 2007 at the age of 86. Betty Hutton preceded by Benny Goodman and his orchestra in 1940. Their recording of Frenesy, something we probably more often associate with Artie Shaw, but Benny Goodman turned in a nice rendition of that. And starting the set, George Hall and his orchestra in May of 1937 with Dolly Dawn, Love is Never Out of Season. Let's see, next we'll turn to Smith Ballou, a record he made in New York on June 14th, 1932. It's a pretty good song, written in part by uh, Isham Jones, called If You Were Only Mine. This is on the perfect label, 15626. And then we'll hear from Seeger Ellis, in 1930, his recording of Love Is Like That, for OK, 41380. And wrapping up the set, we'll hear from Gene Austin and his orchestra. The orchestra is probably led by Lou Gold, but Gene Austin gets the label credit. He's certainly the one singing here on a song called If I Didn't Have You. It was made in New York on September 17, 1931. And my copy of this, incidentally, pressed up over in England on the Imperial label, 2627. So my my friend Rich Connody used to have a little thing on his big broadcast radio program that he called Crooner's Corner, where he featured some of those early 30s crooners. And I guess we're doing a little something like that here. Three pretty good crooners of the early 30s. Smith Ballou, followed by Seeger Ellis, and then Gene Austin. (laughs)
4: so With a little touch of taint Anywhere you find this picture You will see the scorning throng You may sympathize You may criticize Who can say she's right or wrong The break that she got When she gave her heart Determines a lot How she got her start Her friends may acclaim her dishonor, defame her But love is like that Like that The things she may do May steep in her shame Perhaps it is true That she is to blame The sin she is living may warrant forgiving But love is like that Like that Maybe today You have no thought of sorrow Fate has a way of changing things
3: tomorrow
4: She's having her fling And paying the price She's wearing no ring And wants no advice, defend or condemn her, but always remember that love is like that, like
3: that. (laughs) ¶¶
4: Maybe today you have no thought of sorrow Fate has a way of changing things tomorrow She's having her fling and paying the price She's wearing no ring and wants no advice Defend or condemn her but always remember That love is like that, just like that.
5: I didn't have you each hour a day for
4: me if I didn't have you what would I live for tell me what would I do ah oh, baby if I didn't have you
5: for oh, there'd be no moon that'd be for me when the shadows would fall There'd be no dream for me in the nightingale's call. And this lovely world'd mean just nothing
4: at all. Oh, honey, baby, if I didn't have
5: you.
0: A real pretty song there by Yip Harburg and Milton Ager called If I Didn't Have You. That was Gene Austin singing with Lou Gold and his orchestra on September 17th, 1931. We preceded that with Seeger Ellis on Valentine's Day, 1930, Love is Like That. Beautifully recorded, too, by the folks at the OK label. And starting the set, Smith Ballou and his orchestra, really just an ARC studio band, from June of 1932, If You Were Only Mine. Well, let's turn next to a pretty good pianist who hailed originally from Detroit. He made his way to New York in the mid to late 1930s and was a real up and coming stride pianist in that city when Fats Waller died in, I think, about 1943. And Ed Kirkaby, who had been Waller's manager, tapped this newcomer, Pat Flowers, to be something of a replacement to Fats Waller. He took over a number of his gigs, his regular gigs in the city, and started recording and was doing pretty well, but he never quite took off the same way that Fats Waller did. Maybe he just didn't have the personality. But he had the chops, as we'll hear in this next record. He eventually would go back to Detroit, where he remained active in the local music scene, up until the time of his death in the year 2000. We'll hear Pat Flowers on the little hit label, number 1012, in March of 1944, play Bach, Prelude, and Fugue. Yes, this is the one I referred to back at the start of the program. Bach adapted into stride, and this is, uh, gosh, what, 15 years before Jacques Lussier would start making his famous jazz recordings of Bach. After Pat Flowers, we'll hear from another very good pianist of the day, Nat King Cole, and his trio, something they recorded the same year, 1944, on the tiny Excelsior label. Didn't even have an issue number. It's called Pitchin' Up a Boogie. But first up, Pat Flowers.
5: and be a solid fellow let's regard the hip rule and get up off that stew you fool pitching up the bogey a bogey 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 pitching up the bogey Low Straighten up and be a solid fellow. Let's regard the head catcher and get up off that stew, you fool. Pitching up a bogey. A bogey, bogey, bogey. A
3: up a bogey.
0: We started that little pairing with Pat Flowers and a pretty nifty arrangement of a Bach prelude and fugue. After that, it was the Nat King Cold Trio, Pitchin' Up a Boogie. Both of those things recorded in 1944. Okay, for this next set, I pulled out two records that I think our friend Ed Clute up in Watkins Glen will especially enjoy. He's something of a connoisseur of puns, and there are a lot of them in these next two records. So some of you may scratch your heads and groan as you hear these, but I'm hoping that Ed at least will get a kick out of them. We'll start with Billy Murray, a pretty late record for Billy Murray. This is from February of 1929. I think by this time, he had pretty much stopped recording for Victor and was really freelancing around. This finds him on the little banner label. We did a whole feature on the banner label last week, a dime store label of the late 20s. It's Banner 6310, and the song is called Where Did You Get That Name? After that, we'll hear from Jan Savitt and his top hatters. Nearly a decade later... February of 1937, Bon Bon will be the lead vocalist on something called Let's Play Geography. Uh, as I said, fair warning, both of these have enough puns to uh, make you turn green, <laughs> but I hope you'll enjoy them anyway. Let's start with Billy Murray.
6: Away oh, back in the olden days when first this world was made. Then every man was put to work, and that was called a trade. Whatever trade a man worked at, that was the name he took. A man who fished was Mr. Fish, and a man who cooked was Cook. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, what are you trying to do, kid us? No, I'm on the square, Andy. Uh, take your own name, for instance. Uh, your mother probably called you Andrew. Andrew. Where did you get that name? Where did you get that name? Andrew, Andrew, I'll tell you how you got your name. There was a man who had some dough, was in the savings bank. And he got married to a girl who was an awful prank. She wanted this and wanted that. What could the poor man do? He went down to the bank each day andrew 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 (laughs) (laughs) say listen you had that one set you can't fool us no i didn't no kidding oh you didn't eh? well all right i know a girl named alice now how did she get her name alice hmm alice where did she get that name where did she get that name alice alice i'll tell you how she got her name A German man got married to a lovely German miss And each year came a baby girl which added to their bliss When they had four he said no more So did his little frow Then came the fifth And they both said Das ist alles now
5: (laughs) (laughs) Say, Billy You've been wisecracking around here. What about
6: your own name? Oh, boy, give me an easy one, will you? Uh, Let's see now, Uh, Billy. Where did I get my name? Where did I get my name? Billy, Billy, I'll tell you how I got my name. Oh, you can get from where the name of Billy comes, of course. It isn't from a kangaroo, a zebra, or a horse. He chews up pans and old tin cans and even hats and coats. Oh, we know how you got got your your name. name. It comes from (laughs) Billy (laughs) Go.
5: Here's a funny little game, take the letter of your name Find a city, town, or place that starts the same You may go to Africa, or it may be Asia Just long as you can make a pun, it's fun My name is Al, my girl's in Alaska I'd like to get married, so I guess Alaska, let's all play geography. My name is Hank, my home's in Hawaii. I just dropped around to ask for Hawaii. Let's all play geography. Let's all get together, use a different letter. You may do much better, get out your geography. My name is Sam come from Samoa. I'm all out of gags, I'd better get some more. Let's all play geography.
4: My name is Yasha. I'm fleeing from Russia. I'm in such a hurry, so I've got to rush. Let's all play geography. My name is Ken. I'm coming from Kentucky. Catching up Tonsolaris and I not Kentucky We are playing Geography Let's all get together Use our different kind letters. letter You made do much battle Get your Geography My name is Ebner I'm from Abyssinia These finishes have the curse of Abyssinia Everybody's playing Geography
5: Comes from Minnesota. I don't know what she's got, but Minnesota gets me. Let's all play geography. We don't want astronomy, we don't care for chemistry, and we don't want history. Let's all play geography.
0: Well, I guess Alaska, <laughs> what did you think of Let's Play Geography? Jan Savitt and his top hatters Bon Bon, the vocalist on Variety, VA542. We preceded that with Billy Murray and Where Did You Get That Name? He recorded that in February of 1929. That song, Where Did You Get That Name, seemed to... Uh, make the rounds kind of slowly. I have a recording of it made by Billy Jones and Ernest Hare on the Victor label from October of 1928. Then four months later, Billy Murray recorded it at Banner, and uh, somewhere kicking around here, I have a version by Tom Stax with Harry Reeser's group on Columbia that was made even a few months after this, more like, I think, April or May of 1929. So uh, usually when you find... The same song recorded over different labels, they're all made within a few weeks of each other. In this case, uh, the spread is many, many months, which is a bit surprising. Or maybe not, depending on what you think of that song. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you know, I played those for Ed Clute, and here's another one for Ed. I was talking to him on the phone yesterday, and he was telling me, uh, how fond he is of Roger Wolf Kahn's orchestra, a band that I also like very much. As you probably know, Roger Wolf Kahn was the son of a very wealthy banker who gave his son plenty of money to go out and start his dream band when I think young Roger Wolf Kahn was only 17 years old or so maybe even a little younger than that. And Roger Wolfe Kahn went out and hired many of the best guys he could find to put together his orchestra. And so you get Jack Teagarden, you get Joe Venuti, Eddie Lang, uh, a lot of really good players in this band. I don't know how many of them we'll hear on this record from September 24th, 1926, but it's a pretty snappy song by Irving Berlin called That's a Good Girl. And we'll follow that with a couple of other songs about girls. Ben Selvin and his orchestra will contribute Betty, from April of 1926, and then Fred Rich and his Hotel Astor Orchestra, with Irving Kaufman the vocalist, give us She's Got It. First up, though, here's Roger Kahn and his orchestra, Victor 20243, That's a Good Girl. <laughs>
6: one but betty who makes me sigh and wanna cry each time i see her passing by it's betty no one but betty she always knows enough to call your little bluff she'll make you so unruff by being sweet as can be who is this pet that's hard to get you son of a gun i'll get you yet so betty betty you better be good to me
4: I never saw another have so much of such and such she's really not exquisite but after all what is it lips and eyes just like a million others still what made me fall it ain't that that ain't it that is that and it is it and she's got it that's all
0: nice crisp ending to She's Got It, Fredrich and his Hotel Astor Orchestra. And Fredrich records are always good. That was Columbia 1036-D, made in New York May 20th, 1927. The label tells us it's Frank Harris singing the vocal chorus, but we all recognize Irving Kaufman as the real singer behind that name. We preceded that with Ben Selvin and his orchestra Brunswick 3172 from April of 1926, a charming little song called Betty. And record buyers in 1926 would not necessarily have known that that was Ben Selvin himself delivering the vocal. There is no credit on this label to the vocalist. And starting the set, we don't have to worry about vocalists, that was an instrumental, (laughs) Roger Wolfgang and his orchestra in September of 1926, That's a Good Girl. Victor 20243. Okay, in the time we have left, I'm going to slip in one more record here that was made in Adelaide, Australia, or rather recorded in Adelaide, Australia in May of 1949. The actual pressing was made uh, a little ways over the water in New Zealand, one of the only New Zealand-pressed records I think I have. It's on the Tasman label, T A S M A N. It's by the Southern Jazz Group, featuring Dave Dalwitz in there on piano. Get Out of Here is appropriately enough the title of this one. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> with the southern jazz group encouraging us to quote get out of here (laughs) that's just what i'll do we're about out of time on this edition of the shellac stack i had a lot of fun this hour i hope you did too i hope you'll join us next time when we'll listen to more 78s here on the shellac stack until then thanks for listening take care and bye bye